you've got to try to train the masses. You got to try to train them in a way that doesn't involve so much of you so that they're self-managed. So you got to create those onboarding and training systems, okay? So that you can handle it, right? Hey everybody, welcome to the show today. It's Brian Eisenhower, excited to be with you today because we're gonna talk about a pretty a pretty big topic, how to, how to build a real estate business into an empire, which means, you know, we're, we're building something big. And, you know, this could be looked at depending on who you are from a lot of different perspectives. And I'm gonna cover all of them kind of at once. It's kind of weird how I'm gonna do this, but I mean, whether you're a brand new agent starting out or an experienced season broker or team leader that runs a big team or brokerage or you own a bunch of them or, or, or you're on your way to that, or, or, or you run a small team, it doesn't really matter to build whatever an empire is to you, I guess is what matters. I mean, I, I, you know, I always say it's my old adage is if you have a goal in mind as a human being, it, it better be in alignment with two things. It better get you more income and, and less work. You've always got to be on a business career, you know, so your goals better be in alignment with you, you getting more free time and more flexibility for other things, because trust me, you'll want them. And number two, more income, uh, more passive income, income you don't have to work for. So it just comes to you, you know, that's, you know, that's an empire. So, you know, whether that's a small little business that just runs and gives you income and some investments or a big one, you know, it is what it is. You know, the more income, usually it's going to, it's going to have to be a little larger, you know, it's going to involve more humans, (laughs) you know, that's for sure. There's a little bit more work and more systems and there's usually more costs associated with that. Uh, So more income almost always means more costs. And there could be stress and, and things associated with setting that up or, or as well, too, and different pros and cons. Eisenhower Coaching's custom training suite is your company's own custom branded training website loaded with Eisenhower Coaching's powerful training courses for real estate agents, teams, and brokerages. With video lessons, audio lessons, downloadable course workbooks, scripts, tools, and systems, with quizzes and action steps for accountability and implementation, managers can also monitor agent performance with detailed reporting. Agents can earn certificates and degree designations abbreviated after their name in signature lines, online profiles, and marketing. Easily create your own customized courses for local topics like file compliance, MLS systems, contracts and disclosures, CRM training, and new agent orientation. Use ICC's course training materials in your own office training rooms with our downloadable and printable student workbooks, instructor's manuals, instructional training videos for each class lesson. The custom training suite is your own custom branded training system that is changing the game for real estate teams and companies everywhere. There's got to be some sort of growth mindset involved on, on how to build that business and whether even a brand new agent starting out or you're deciding what to do. Maybe you're, you're, you're deciding about making a move as an agent to a team or to a brokerage or, you know, starting a team or opening a brokerage or vice versa or going backwards or going forwards or whatever. And you're making these decisions. And if the whole goal is to get more income and work less and build this empire, we got to think about how we're going to grow. And I think that's the most important thing because growth is the hard part. That's the trickiest part. Everything else is, you know, people say, well, I want to have this. I want to have this nice culture or I want to have this, you know, work in this market or this price point or, or, or this side of town or work with these colors or have this type of physical office. Those are great goals. They really are. And those are all, but they're, you know, as far as career goals, overarching goals, you know, for you, <laughs> those are all, I, I would call those sub goals. Those are nice accoutrements, but they don't usually equate to your own career dreams. Those are all nice little wants. 
almost like a car is a want uh, or, or, or a new outfit is a want. Uh, they cost money or, or I mean, you often have to make sacrifices to get them because those sacrifices can oftentimes pull away from more income, less work, if that makes sense. Because quite frankly, growth, the more, the larger, the more income you have, it's much easier to create more passive income from it. And that's the key to it, especially in real estate. Um, so I don't care if you're a team leader or run a brokerage, the, the more revenue you're producing, it, it opens up other opportunities for passive income. Give you an example, like, uh, you know, brokerage owners, real estate owners, they open mortgage companies. Why? Because they have enough production coming from within their company to justify enough loans. Like, for example, you know, let's say you're a, you have a real estate brokerage and maybe it's a team, maybe it's a brokerage. I don't know. They're kind of, or maybe it's both, you know, and let's say you do 500 transactions a year in your brokerage. I don't care how many agents you have. Whether you have 20 agents, 10 agents, or, or 100 agents, I don't care. It doesn't really matter to me. But let's say you do 500 transactions in a year. Let's say half of those are buyer sides. You know, let's say half of those are buyer sides or loans. That's probably a good average. So then now we've got 250 loans. You know, what's our conversion rate on those loans actually using our lender, our in-house lender, or the lender that we also own, that mortgage company? You know, let's say we get half of our own clients to use our in-house lender. I mean, that's 120, that's half of 250 buyer sides. That's 125 loans a year. I mean, I think I can get almost any loan officer in town to come work with me if I told them I'd give them 125 loans a year. Hell, I'd give them half of that, you know, and they keep their own clients too. So it's very easy because I have a lot of production to give away. So now it's very easy. I can just get a loan officer to come over. They can be the director. They can run the whole thing, start it all up and work for me. And, you know, they've already got the business and make some good money. Now, that's one of the things we at ICC, we coach our clients to do, but that's just lending. We do with everything too. Insurance title, we show you how to do it, coach it up and start building your empire, right? Property management, investment, flipping, development, all of those are pillars of income and they all generate and work with each other. I mean, if you build and develop, you create your own listings to sell, right? You know, market off the seat, the, the resale around them too, all of that. I mean, and flipping, same thing, you know, all of these different, you know, mortgage come from our buyers. They all are interwoven and they can all support each other, but it all starts with size. We have to have a lot of production and that's where the team leader and the brokerage owner controls everything. The larger they are, the more loan offers we can justify. You know, we get big enough, enough production, we can justify a title officer, a closer or an S officer, whatever you call that, and open up our own one of those. We could do it with our own homeowner's insurance, all those things that, that lend on us. Um, you know, there's natural hazard disclosure companies that, that join venture with you as well, too. So you start getting money from all these passive income, but you have to, you know, setting them up property, having the system so they truly are passive. Most people in real estate, they actually start to do parts of it themselves. And they say that's the part they're comfortable with. And they just keep doing that. And the growth stops because they're doing what they say they really like, the part of it they really like, and they get stuck and they can't grow because they can't put someone else in there and they can't teach someone else. They're great warriors, but they're maybe not the best chief because they're doing it themselves, but they can't let go of it because they like it. So they can do a higher dollar per hour activity that doesn't involve so much of their time. So they can step away, go on vacations and trips. So they make those conscious decisions to stay in it. And that you see that with house flipping all the time. You see, you know, they just flip three or four houses a year. 
because they didn't want to market on the sale. So that's all they do. And they just continue to do that. And that's what they, they have to say, I don't want to sell that much. I'm just going to sign because I flip houses and they flip a few houses a year. And they're stuck because they're just doing all the manual labor themselves. Yes, they're having, they're working with construction crews, but they're, you know, their time's taken. So that is what it is. You see that all the time. You see that all the time where they, they pick one of those little avenues, mortgage, sales, listings, team leader, one of those different businesses, and they just stay in it and they stop with that leadership mindset and they stop with that empire building mindset and they actually get into it and they become their own employee. But when we grow, when we build that empire, we got to keep that mentality of growth. And there's really two ways to grow and build an empire in real estate where you're building a real estate team, a brokerage, a national brand. There's two general theories on how to grow. Growth comes straight up through agent count in this business. It's very hard to get a lot of increased production without increasing your agent count. <laughs> You'll find that's, I've tried, everyone's tried that's had longevity, been in the business three and a half decades. I mean, I've, I've tried everything. I mean, you, you, you can't squeeze blood out of a turnip and if an agent isn't motivated, they're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to get motivated because you're trying to make them that way for long. You know, the only way to get more production is bring in more agents. You can move the needle a little bit with your production and training, no doubt. I mean, that's what we do as a company. We provide those training and coaching systems to help people move the needle. Uh, but with their one-on-one coaching, you know, that you pay for, you can really move the needle fast. That's what we do. But you guys can't do that with all of your agents on all your teams and all your brokerages, that type. And plus, they don't pay you money and they won't. That's what really puts skin in the game. So they actually do the work, too. You've got to try to train the masses. You got to try to train them in a way that doesn't involve so much of you so that they're self-managed. So you got to create those onboarding and training systems, okay, so that you can handle it, right? Two ways to grow them, though. Two ways to get them so that you can put your onboarding systems to work. And those two theories are this, pull and push. That's what I call them. They're called other things, too. Pull and push. Some people will call it pull is attract. You just attract people versus push, which is you recruit people. Pull is where they come to you. You're doing things where people, where agents come to you. Push is when you're actually reaching out to them, taking the initiative to engage with agents, maybe calling them, maybe messaging them, maybe commenting on them, approaching them in person at conferences, you know, in, in town, recruiting. You know, that's recruiting. So that's pull. You're pushing. You're, 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 you're going to grow. So I'm going to push. Let's go. I'm going to go start talking to people and grow. And that works very well. Coach and train. It's, it's a very fast way to, to, to grow. I've done it myself many a times. That is probably the fastest way to grow, but it takes a ton of work, a ton of talent. And it's one of the hardest things to do in real estate, if not the hardest task to do. If you're really good at recruiting and recruit at a high level, you're kind of like a golden goose in real estate. You can build an empire. So those tend to be very successful people in the industry. Most of the top, top, top people in this industry have all been good recruiters at one point in time. Um, they know how to show value and they know how to listen and tell people what they need. They're very good at, uh, at conversation and sales. You, you'll see a lot of that out there and that's your push. They're recruiting. Pull is the attract. That means we're just doing things that attract people just to come to us. Wouldn't we all love that, right? I make fun of attract because attract you need to do too. Okay, you need to do too. I really think you should do both, push and pull. And everybody's definition of how far you should go on the push, on the recruiting, how aggressive you should be. Oh man, people are all over the map on that. So I'm not going to get into that. 
I'm not going to, I mean, the people have opinions all over that one. I'm not even going to touch it. Okay. But I'm saying there are many ethical ways to recruit that come from contribution and do not harass and add value. And there's a right way to do the push so that it's highly effective, very morally and ethically appropriate as well, too. The poll is, you know, I think a lot of people open up their own brokerages and start their own team because they think the poll is going to happen when it doesn't. And then they run around looking for a magic pill to make it happen. And that's the problem. That's why I laugh at the poll, because they always think, what do you think? Everybody's just going to come join your brokerage because of your crazy little different commission split or your colors or your office or your culture or how cute you are or how everybody wants to be like you. It just, you know, without some sort of activity or value proposition, it makes it very tough. And what I've found, the value proposition that most very large, successful leaders of teams and brokerages have is is they're very production-centric. The value they add is they help you sell more real estate. So they offer training, they offer classes, coaching, marketing, things that add value to the agents, right? It's what we try to do as a company too with our custom training suite and all of our coaching clients and all of our training uh, subscribers that subscribe to our online training systems for their agents. You know, that's where we teach recruiting and leadership too, same way through our online training, coaching, same way. And that that push and that pull, if we can make the whole office production centric, but we can add value, then people will come to us because we can evidence our agent's success. If we have all the successful agents at our office that are producing and we can evidence that in our marketing, it will attract other agents that want to be the same. So the pull attraction actually creates a higher quality of agent a higher quality of production than the just pushing and running numbers method of recruiting does. Because it's hard to recruit selectively on the push, believe it or not. It really is because you recruit one agent, they may not sell much, you may not like them, but their best friend is the top producer that you love and they come as a package. So it's very hard to kind of predict your agent count and your agent mix when you're out there one-on-one, believe it or not. The attraction though, if you develop a production-centric agent where high producing agents that sell a lot of real estate are in your office, that creates the pull. So most companies start, empires start as a push. And then once the company gets big enough and successful enough, then it becomes a magnet and and the pull happens and we start attracting other top producers. So everyone that I've built has been that way. You know, you got to get out there and push to get the top agents to come over and then they've got to love it and they've got to be built into your systems and They've got to get a lot of value and then their success attracts more and you you keep it going and you run our systems and all of a sudden they'll come to you, but it just doesn't come out of nowhere. It's not going to come because your structure, your culture, your commissions you charge or your discount fees or your location or your five friends that want to open it. The empire doesn't just come from that, guys. It it really doesn't. You got to have some sort of system in place. I recommend pull and push at the same time with varying degrees of both, but understand early on, if you're small, it's going to be a lot of push, just like anything. As a real estate agent, early on, you're going to have to do a lot of lead generating, a lot of things to get business. Then as you get older, it starts to kind of come to you, you know, because you've established yourself. You still, depending on how much you want to grow, you still want to keep uh, pushing a little bit to get more business until you don't want any more business anymore, right? Everybody's got different degrees of success. But if you're thinking empire, you better keep going. Uh, you keep pushing and keep building and you just keep building bridges and walking across them and keep building them. Pretty soon you built an empire. So that's the plan, guys. I, I hope this helps a lot. The push versus pull, attracting versus recruiting. 
create self-managed uh, onboarding for that guys. Cause if you're going to grow big and you're like, I don't want to grow big because agents are headaches, you don't have self-managed training platforms. Okay. We got to be able to hold our, hold our agents accountable to training themselves. That shouldn't all come from you. The, the old schools are over. We have, we have online everything now and it works really, really great. So we'll show you how <laughs> at Eisenhower Coaching. Just go to EisenhowerCoaching.com. All right, guys. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Can't wait to see you on next week's show. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at EisenhowerCoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com, where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.